Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. That's all he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Watch out for those weirdos. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet, and welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. If you're brand new to the show, Intoxicated is a weekly comedy variety talk show where I get personal with friends, comedians, and various guests. And it is Halloween, everybody. When this comes out, it will be the day after Halloween. And guys, I got a two-part episode coming up for you. So this is part one of the Halloween episode. Every single year, I get so excited to do a kind of special spooky Halloween episode. It's kind of my chance to just kind of have some fun and do something different. So last weekend, we did do a intoxicated Halloween live stream that is still available on YouTube if you did want to go check that out. But as the live streams are quite crazy, I usually don't get good audio episodes out of them. So I still did record for this Halloween episode. Now, part one is actually with a tarot card reader. Um, His name is Mike Gray. Uh, he is at at the Neighborhood Witch, which is in downtown Halifax, a great little shop where they do tarot card readings. I've been there before. I've recorded there before. So I know they are cool, open-minded people. And listen, say what you will about tarot cards. I think it's interesting. I take it with a grain of salt. I think it's a fun thing to do. And so part one of this Halloween episode is going to be my reading with Mike Gray. So I do encourage you to check out The Neighborhood Witch if you are in Halifax and you want to get a reading done, or if you want to just pop in and check out their shop. It is a great little spot and I highly recommend it. But yeah, so this is about 40 minutes of the reading. Now there is going to be a part two when this comes out I'm hoping to have it out by Friday night or early Saturday morning. Things have been balls out insane with my life lately. And I did record these episodes a little late in the week. So that is why things are a bit late. But regardless, I have an awesome part one for you right now. And part two will be coming, like I said, later tonight or early Saturday. And if you are a returning listener and you dig the podcast, make sure you are subscribed wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, really whatever app you use, make sure you are subscribed. If you really love it, you can leave an iTunes rating or review, which always helps the show out. 
And if you really, really, really love it, you can check out the Intoxicated Patreon page. That is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. Of course, I do want to plug YouTube because I do typically do video episodes. No video this week for this part one, but there will be video for part two, so stay tuned for that. But I'd love the YouTube channel and I hope to do more video stuff on there. So do make sure that you check out Intoxicated on YouTube. That is youtube.com backslash intoxicated. And you can also email your questions, feedback, and comments to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. That's about it, you guys. I'm going to get to this awesome part one of the Halloween episode with Mike Gray from The Neighborhood Witch. We're good. We are I've got a face for radio. Oh, me too. That's why I have a podcast. (laughs) Thanks so much for being here. So welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, everyone. We're here with a very special guest at Broom Closet Tarot on... What street are we at? Queen Queen Street. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Queen Street. And actually, this is great because I I had a reading like a couple years ago that I recorded from here. Okay. And I still to this day think about that reading. Excellent. So I enjoy what you guys do. I love this space. And I thank you so much for being here. So introduce yourself. So your name is? So my name is Mike Gray. Mike Gray. And yeah. you do tarot readings, and what I, else? What I else do you do here? I do tarot. Uh, the shop itself offers many services, um, including helping with spell ingredients or your magical needs. Um, we also provide workshops and classrooms here. So, Ooh, yeah, there's some classrooms. <laughs> we should take a workshop. Um, spell ingredients. So, like, literally, if you want to, yeah, do if, a spell. If, like, anyone can do a spell. Anyone can do a spell. No way. Yep. So there's um, herbs and rocks, crystals, minerals, um, different powders and potions here. So, Ooh. Yeah. so if I wanted to do a love spell, do those things exist? <laughs> they do. Actually, we have a pre-done kit of uh, lovely Valentine's love kit. So Ooh. with all your ingredients and instructions included. And are these things literally meant to make someone fall in love with you? Or is it more... To open you up to love. Like, that's kind of always what I think. Because the movies make you think, oh, I'm going to cast a spell on you. you know, <laughs> so like- there's there's a huge difference of power with and power over. When we're mm-hmm. talking about doing spell work to make someone love us, then we're talking about power over. We're controlling them. Which is still a possibility, but not recommended. Right. You know, in the grand scheme of things, depending on your theology, you know, um, personally, I recommend to go with a power with someone and open yourself up to love and allow it into your life. Interesting. Um, I've often been quoted for saying, you can't have a relationship in your life if you're sleeping in a single bed. So you have to be open to relationships. That is so true. Oh my God. Yeah, the metaphorical sense. Yeah. Bed. So you have to open up. Oh, make room. Get that double bed. And is, is that why you think a lot of people come here? Because they want to let, like, they want to let go and open up. It could be many different reasons. We have yeah. people of all different spiritual faiths um, that come in for supplies, everything from candles to incense to herbs to statuary, you know, books, mm. things like that. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And how the heck did you get into all of this? It's kind of embarrassing, really. I, I was a wee little tween, 16-year-old, and I went to this movie theater and saw a movie called The Craft. <gasps> <laughs> I didn't bring the bell. I usually have a bell that I didn't. I didn't bring it. Yeah, the craft is music. Yeah. We went through that whole phase in junior high, high school yeah. time. Yeah, that. Oh. 
Is there any truth to that movie? That's my main question. Uh, supposedly, supposedly, they did have a Wiccan consultant oh my um, on there. So there, there is some truths in terms of, you know, the the spiritual practices. But it definitely was a lot of Hollywood and glamour to sell it, right? It's, yeah. it's packaged in glitter and gold and looks shiny. But realistically, if people were to make a movie about real witchcraft, it would be really boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people practice it and do it, and like maybe they're people you wouldn't expect, or people who don't necessarily like look like you know a witch. Yeah, I mean, or if, what we think a witch looks like. If your listeners could see me now, you know, I'm sitting here in a t-shirt and blue jeans and a baseball cap, you know, about to Honestly, do a tarot reading. So it's, I would have never have expected that. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the crazy thing about it. it so how old were you when you first saw the crap? You you were really I was young. 16, 16 years old. Yeah, and I'm ancient now. We won't get into it, but oh my god. <laughs> It's been some time ago. And and so did you self-teach yourself, Tara? I was what they consider a solitary for a very long time. Um, up until recently, I joined what is called the Temple of Witchcraft, um, which is a mystery school uh, that teaches witchcraft properly. They A wonderful organization with... Um, they are recognized, actually, in the States. So okay. a friend of mine is now going to Salem to get ordained as a recognized minister of this religion and he will be able to marry and bury whoa under witchcraft holy crap yeah i did not did you know this <laughs> that's crazy and is that something you would want to do at some point i'm right now just kind of going back to school right. as it were and getting some of the fundamentals that um i missed in my youth because we didn't have a lot of teachers back then Mm -hmm. you know the idea of a teaching coven didn't exist when i was coming up as a young person kind of a noob right in the craft so right a noob in the craft so i consider myself experienced i've been doing this um for many many years over 20 years wow um and so you know i have some knowledge but it's kind of getting those fundamentals that personal practice down and doing a lot of the inner work right the inner so, that's a huge yeah. that's a huge thing and intuitiveness um intuitive well. but doing shadow work kind of dealing with Ooh. your ugly right you know all those painful things you, you got to work on that that's oh, a part of it i've been there <laughs> <laughs> I am there. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Do you feel like, so you, you do tarot, so mm-hmm. you've been doing this a while. Do you feel like with the more time that you do it, the more likely you are to read people even without doing cards? Like just picking up on energy or like those types of feelings? Is it a muscle, you know? like It totally is a muscle. Yeah. I mean, the more you use it, the stronger it's going to get. Um, the thing is, for me as an empathic person, actually, it was a lot more difficult when I was younger because I didn't have the teachings and the knowledge on how to block. So I was constantly open and picking up people's thoughts, emotions, wow. um, you know, premonitions, things like that. So it was a lot harder. Now that I've been doing this for a long time and I've matured, I've learned how to to kind of turn it on and off like a switch. So now I can go out and function at a large gathering and not be bombarded with everyone's emotions, right? Right. So it's actually gotten a lot better and a lot more controlled as I've gotten older. You learn to control that kind of thing. Yeah, that is so interesting. And you would get overwhelmed with people? Like, would you... you Yeah. Shut up! Um, (laughs) 
in my youth, I definitely didn't handle it so well, you know, bad behavioral patterns, right? But, um, you know, it just kind of leads to a lot of introversion. It yeah. leads to kind of jetting from a party really early and everyone's like, where did so-and-so go? You know, right. because you just had to get out. Oh, so, man, I feel that. I feel um, that really hard, yeah. For those who are not as balanced or don't have any support systems, a lot of psychic people, particularly, um, especially back in the day, you know, back in the day, 1970s or so, people, you know, relied very heavily on alcohol and drugs mm -hmm. to quiet down those inner voices. Right. So fortunately, though, it's become more accepted. People understand what it is. There's support. There's help. There's teaching on yeah. how to manage this. How to you manage know, this it. is quite a normal thing. Most people can do it. Yeah. It's just about tuning into it. And then if you also, if you also have the, the desire to help people, you can pair your skill and talent. Most definitely. With like, wanting to help people and opening a business or. You know, mm -hmm. doing it like kind of on your own and marketing yourself out there to help people because I imagine that that's a huge reason a lot of people do tarot card readings. It is uh, a good portion of the people out there. They want to do what we call the work, right? right? You know, kind of that spiritual work of helping people in some fashion. You'll find a lot of witches and psychics in healthcare fields, uh, nurses, CCAs, oh. any or social justice movements. You know, it's all about kind of helping people. Helping people. And that I myself, I'm reading tarot. I noticed that a lot of my clientele were coming in seeking counseling. So I went back to school and got a diploma in counseling. So I'm a trained counselor now. And I'm so I glad you're with me. <laughs> I'm so glad I found you. <laughs> you know, and I have that skill set to kind of back that up. And it ensures that you're not accidentally hurting people because you know what you're doing. Yeah, so, that's actually so true. That adds another layer to uh, it. Multi-layered, multi-layered. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fan and you want to do this full. You want to do this full time. Like this. Is I your, would like to eventually. Yeah, this is, this is kind of a, a hobby right now. Um, right. but I'm looking at taking it pro hopefully very soon. So, oh my god, that's amazing. Uh, I, I kind of popped on and off the professional circuit, uh, doing the the wellness shows and holistic and psychic shows, but never really had that courage to kind of take it the next step and here i am i'm, I'm ready so here you are picking and so you didn't want to say your age can you give us a range <laughs> 30s 40s thank you very much the moisturizer must be working <laughs> i'm actually 40 oh my gosh i'm yeah. gonna put you at like our age probably around there we're 32 Oh, wow. Okay. You're, so Danielle wow, you're and I young. Have been besties since grade two. And Danielle's really big. Do you have any questions for, for him? Um, I just, uh, <laughs> you just hand me the mic. Um, I'm taking a course, like actually, it's all about like spiritual development. Mm -hmm. I've been taking it for the past, like I'm in my second year of it. It's, um, I don't know if you know, like Sean Leonard. It's just like, he doesn't. Yes, I do. Actually, I yeah. went to see Sean Leonard when he was here. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, he teaches like a spiritual de development course. Yes. I'm in the second year of it. And it's just been like, like a lot of what you said spoke to me because it was like, it's like a reminiscent of my own journey. So it was like really cool to hear some of what you said, especially with like the, the work that you have to do to like get to like, like you have to do spiritual work to get to that point of progression, I guess. Or that's how I felt. I was like, it, I don't it's interesting. I see it more as just the muscle thing. Um, yeah. It's kind of, uh, I attribute it to any other skill, like painting is a good example. Yeah. Some people can pick up a brush and they're automatically yes, a Picasso. Exactly. They're very gifted. Than others and more gifted and more yeah. attuned. I definitely agree with you on that. But. Some people are still finger painting and they really have to work at it, you know, but yeah. the ability is still there in everyone. It's in, it's in, exactly, yeah. inherent. Yeah, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> end, end of the day here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Well, I'm just anxious to get into the reading portion. So okay. let's, can you just explain, I guess, what kind of reading we're going to get today and just the general. Okay. Because there's different kinds of readings, right? There is. There's, yeah. um, you know, some people, and you could label it by the medium which is used, i.e., you know, tarot cards, cartomancy. Um, you can do crystal ball scrying. You can do bibliomancy, which is using books. Uh, casting of runes, bones. Divination is a very broad spectrum and, and very diverse and oftentimes very culturally identified as well. Hmm. Um, but there are particular skill sets such as clairvoyance, clairsentience. Those are big fancy words for, you know, knowing, hearing, seeing, things like that that are beyond the normal realm of the senses. I was actually going to ask you, <laughs> are you someone who picks I, up on that? I, when I'm in the reading and we're kind of tuned on, as it were, tune the radio station into the psychic frequencies, I hear, um, sometimes words, messages from beyond the grave. I will sometimes see pictures, smell things, maybe even sometimes get touches or sensations in my body. I've been known to do what I call trying people on. And I'll kind of feel what your body feels like from the inside to sense any problematic areas. Interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. So it's, it depends on what needs to come out and, um, hopefully spirit guides us. And are some people easier to read than others? Most definitely. Uh, there's a lot of people that come in that they're, they're blocked off. Um, they're a little maybe scared about what I'm going to see. Uh, you know, people have secrets and I always tell them, and you know, my personal, uh, motto is that I don't want spirit to show me anything that is too private. You know, that is your business. It has nothing to do with me or the, you know, what your reading is about today. Mm. So five, 10 years ago, you know, you might have accidentally stole something. You know, <laughs> that's not my business right. unless it has a relevance to what's happening to you today. The current, your current yeah. state of mind. Interesting. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's do it, shall we? Okay. So what I'll do is I'll get this right. out of your way. So I'm just going to put the this. Fingerprints. I'm just going to put this right here and I'm just going to turn the gain up a smidge. Still pick up on your voice. We are good to go. Okay. So what I'm going to get you to do is I'm going to get you to think of the question that you'd like to ask today. It could be very specific, as in, am I going to get the job? Or it could be a very generic and open question of, what do I need to know right now? Mm -hmm. And I'll get you to focus on that question as you shuffle the cards until you feel that you are done shuffling. Okay. Yeah, however you see it. If you can do the whole blackjack thing, give her. So what I do is something called the Celtic Cross Spread, and it's just a way to kind of organize the reading and give it some structure. There's a more free-form layout. There's many different layouts for specific questions that you may have. So if you want to know a monthly kind of outlook, you can do that as well. But this, I find, is just a kind of a quick, down, and dirty, good look at what's going on and specified to a question. And so I'd also like to start out today by asking you what your question is so I can reference what the information is coming forward. Oh, this is personal. <laughs> uh, I had a situation with somebody that recently kind of ended, mm-hmm. um, and I question whether or not it was an authentic situation or if I was being manipulated and I'm kind okay. of seeking meaning in that Okay. where I know it's over, but I'm just wondering, I guess, 
if it was even there to begin with. Okay. And like, I'm kind of just thinking too, like, does this person miss me? <laughs> okay. I won't sure. lie. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being very honest. <laughs> All right. Vague but direct at the same time. I love it. Okay. So this card here represents you at this time or the energies that are surrounding you. And we have the Ace of Swords coming up. The Ace of Swords really, for me, talks about that sovereignty piece. It um, Swords in general... Um, kind of, you can see the crown here, and it's really about kind of owning your own power, right? Directing your will and your strength forward. Being in its inverted position, though, it's really kind of telling me that you're having a little bit of difficulty with that. So this is about really kind of coming into your own through this circumstance. It also says to me that you kind of need to bury this situation that um, kind of make that clear cut and tie with it. Um Generally speaking, aces talk about the beginnings of a journey. In this particular case, it's almost like you jumped to the end, that there is no middle ground, that you kind of went from one extreme to the other. So it's about kind of allowing that process to finish. It There's, there's no middle ground here. It's kind of... It is what it is. It's done. Let's move forward from here and just kind of bury anything that's clinging to you at this time. So what's working against you at this time or what crosses you is the two of pentacles. And the two of pentacles comes forward and it talks about a balance, a flow, an equilibrium. What goes up must come down. Pentacles in general talk about kind of earthly things, so finances, money, kind of stability, things like that. For you specifically, what really hones in for me out of the card is the ship in the background, and that's kind of you kind of riding the waves. You're just going with it. And instead of really steering your ship, you're just kind of allowing things to bob up and down. So with the Two of Pentacles, it's really asking you to kind of take the wheel and take a bit of control here and to kind of understand that if you're down that you are going to go back up, right? The only permanence in life is change. So embracing that axiom will help you kind of move forward through this at this time. Okay, how are you feeling? All right. Looking at your headspace, and because I'm that kind of tarot reader, if I see a card I don't like it, I'm just going to remove it out of there and go, bam, start a new one. Oh, you didn't like that one? No, it didn't tell me a thing, so I'm just going to flip it over. And you'll find I'm like that. I'm very kind of... I can be serious when I have to, but, you know, just have it. some jovility in life. And so we come up with the, the headspace or the thoughts and attitudes towards the current situation at this time. We have the Four of Pentacles. Four of Pentacles is really that kind of not too tight, not too loose, right? Um, if we're looking at meditation practice, that's kind of the, you know, the metaphor they use is kind of riding a horse of don't hold on too tight, you know, so the horse can't move, but don't let go too loose that you're going all over the place. So when you were talking about your thoughts and attitudes towards this current situation at this time, it's really about kind of reining in things, not allowing your head to spiral off too far, mm -hmm. but also not keeping too much control that you can't process. Right. Okay. So allow yourself some, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of leeway, but just don't spend too much time on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ease and effort. Looking at your foundation, so this is what is supporting you at this time. We have the sun card. The sun card upside right or right side up, upside down, doesn't matter. Um, it to me is a really good card. It's just to the degree in which it is a good card. So it's kind of like 
if it's right side up, it's a million dollars. If it's upside down, it's a hundred thousand. You know, it's still right. pretty good. Right. <laughs> so this is what's kind of supporting is we get the sun and the joie de vivre kind of coming in here, all the joy and awesomeness that life has to offer with you. The interesting thing with the sun, though, that oftentimes is overlooked is being careful of not being burnt, right? When you expose yourself too long to the sun, it can leave you burnt. So when I'm applying this to your situation, I'm feeling this out. I'm kind of feeling for you that it's a matter of being careful to not get burnt, not to, to overexpose yourself too much. Mm. Um, okay. So the pause, if you're seeing me pause, it's me just listening really intently to my guides at this time to see what they have to say and what they're bringing forward. And, Okay, thank you. Um, so what they're saying is to be mindful of enmeshment. Okay, you're being in the sun, being burned in terms of relationships, be them friendships, professional or otherwise, is losing yourself. What we call in professional world, you know, in counseling, enmeshment. When one person in the relationship loses themselves to the other. Okay, so being able to keep your own identity while you're in a relationship. It's okay to enjoy and appreciate and kind of do things together and make decisions together, but don't allow yourself to become that person. Right. Okay. Make sense? I like it. Yes. All right. Moving into your not so distant past, we have the Hierophant coming up in our inversion. And that's kind of really talking about a little bit of a rebel, a little bit of a rule breaker here. You don't exactly want to pay attention to what you have to do sometimes. <laughs> and so, but interestingly enough, so this is in our past and this is a lesson that is moving through our lives. I feel like there's still some threads of that, that that's something that's going to be a lifelong challenge for you. So I could almost kind of put it out here way off to the side, but it still relates because there's going to be those threads coming forward for you that it's going to be, that's one of your life processes, your life lessons. It's not just a lesson for now. It's kind of a lifelong journey of learning to kind of let go of this distrust and dislike for authority. Um, it's, and it's very, I find, and I feel with you that it's very particular types of authority that really trigger you. So that in some cases you're like, yeah, I have to do what I have to do in order to get by. But in other cases you're like, mm -mm, no, ain't happening. Yeah. Right. So kind of working on some of that and recognizing that that's a part of who you are and that may be a block for you to kind of compensate for later on in the future. Right. Okay. Looking at the not so distant future. So this is coming up. I usually try to keep it within a year because okay. people change. You know, the moment you get up from this table, you could go left down the street or right up the street and make right. a decision. But as you're going right now, your path is set out that we have the nine of swords coming forward. And for me, the nine of swords, it's the mountain out of the molehill. Okay. As you can see by the card on the character, the character on the card, you know, there's all kinds of swords and they're freaking out and they're scared, but they're not actually being hurt. It's almost like a nightmare. Right. That's me. This <laughs> you see that card? I just want to say, I mean, I don't know if I should be saying this or not, but I'm a stressful sleeper. Okay. I get night terrors. I get sleep paralysis. That's me. Okay. So it's, but it's also kind of, and it's figurative sense it is that mountain out of a molehill it's making something ah. out of nothing ah. and so what's coming into your life at this particular point is that message of being mindful to not jump the gun okay mm -hmm. so in terms of kind of the way i work and what comes forward it's generally kind of road signs guidance on how to get through these periods that are coming up yeah. and for you it's going to be there's some rocky stuff a little bit of drama drama happening but 
it, depending on your reaction, it could be really good and just kind of fly by, or it could become this huge monstrous thing, depending on how you take it. Right. So try to allow things to pass underneath you. Raise your vibration and allow it to pass under you. Right. Think of it like skipping rope. Right. You got to jump up sometimes, take the high road so that the rope can pass under you. Right. Okay. But drama is so fun. I can be, but it can also be detrimental <laughs> too. <laughs> maybe that's just my nature. Maybe, maybe I'm imposing here in my reading. I don't, I don't do drama. Very simple life. I love that. Okay. So moving on to your undercurrents. So this is your subconscious mind, okay? Mm -hmm. This is all the little thoughts that cause us to grind our teeth, twirl our hair, twiddle our legs, and all that stuff. So these are the nagging thoughts that need to come forward for you to acknowledge and recognize. And we have the three of cups here. And this is really talking to me about that kind of uh, celebration party slash serious balance okay it's calling for you to kind of make a balance there and that if there's a part of you that is being repressed we need to bring that forward i feel that there's not enough celebration um it's there's a difference between going out and getting blinded drunk and kind of you know partying with the girls versus actual celebration marking pivotal moments in your life with a serious symbolic way such as you know a pet passing or you know getting that job you know you don't have to go out and overindulge to celebrate but have a serious marker in your life that allows you to regularly look at and see and acknowledge your successes in life okay mm. so if you get an award for something put it out put it up right you know or if you get an art newspaper article put it up allow yourself to regularly celebrate your successes that in what it does is it allows you to kind of build to larger success and allows you to believe in yourself because you're seeing the little things that, oh, I really did that. Mm -hmm. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Look at how much I've done. I'm going to tackle this next. It's like a reward system. Kind of, yeah. yeah. You kind know? of points. Right. You're kind of gamifying. Yeah, but it's life. it's celebration, though. It's right. not so serious and goal-oriented and yeah. directed and stiff. It's, you know, make a crazy collage. Love it. You know, color it up, paint it, do some photos, kind of make a little montage on a wall, right? Yeah. There's really good, healthy ways to kind of celebrate our achievements. Yeah. Okay? So there's a part of you that's looking for some recognition <laughs> in this. <laughs> looking to your next card, we have what we call the house. And the house is friends, family, coworkers. And this symbolizes the people, not necessarily the physical home. Um, these people can have an influence on the current situation at hand or in your life in general. I like to figure this out. So I'm looking at your left side, which kind of is more the feminine. And we have up top, we have mother, father, kind of grandparents up in here. Then we have aunts, uncles, cousins out here. And then we have our friends down below. And I kind of just feel it out and see who kind of yells out at me. So automatically I'm getting your dad kind of coming through really loudly here. So this is an individual that's kind of very prominent in your life that may or may not have an effect on your decisions and with this situation or others. Oh, you don't trust people sometimes. Um, you, you have difficulty trusting women? 
Because I'm feeling like you have a lot of girlfriends, but they're, they're not close, close. You don't let them in as deep. I'm feeling that there's one gentleman in particular that you trust the most above all. And it's your guy friends that are kind of maybe a little bit closer to you. That's interesting. It's true. <laughs> um, and also, I'm not getting a strong sense from your mom. That's it's a little kind of not there right now. So whatever that is for you, that's, you know, your information, but just acknowledging and spirit mm -hmm. brings that forward that that is the energy of the people around you at this time. And what that does is it allows you to kind of maybe put some energy where you need to put more energy and build your relationships. It may also kind of tell you about where you need to hold back a little bit. Right. Um, in this particular case, I'm not feeling anyone to kind of warn you about. There's no toxic people in your life that right. I'm feeling at this time. It's just kind of really reiterating for you about the need to kind of develop those deeper relationships with the people in your life. Yeah. You know, it's more important to have kind of one or two really tight, close friends as opposed to 500 shallow ones that are yeah. going to stab you in the back. Right. Absolutely. So just kind of really building on those relationships. And, um, but so far you're making good choices about the people around you. So keep okay. going. Oh, <laughs> I think I'm a lot of comedians, and sometimes I don't, sometimes I don't know. <laughs> so we're looking at your next card, and this is our guidance card. So this card is, if you will, from your higher self, your guardian angel, your spirit animal, your spirit guide, divinity, however you want to label it. This is a message from the higher self, or the highest message you can receive at this time. And what that brings forward for you at this time is the Fool card. And the Fool card is the individual who is kind of starting out on the journey. When we look at the tarot of the Major Arcana particularly, we have zero being the very first card, all the way to 22, which is the last card. And I should know what that last card is, but... <laughs> I'm forgetting right about it. now. Um, and so this individual will meet every other major arcana in the deck and go through a journey. And what this signifies is that you are beginning a journey. You have only started. You are not done. Okay. So in terms of if I'm to apply it to your particular question, the question at hand about relationship, we'll just kind of open it up a little bit to mm -hmm. relationships in general. You're just starting that journey. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're not anywhere near like, don't even worry about being jaded or bitter because you ain't there yet. <laughs> it's, it's about kind of starting a new journey, a new adventure. New leaf. Yes, very much so. With this card also comes that message of the fool to me is that character who falls over a log, but lands face first into a $20 bill. Okay. So they can have mishaps and misfortune, but there is always that silver lining attached with it. So when we look at this card, you know, this individual, you know, they got the little dog here nipping at his heels, kind of saying, Hey, pay attention, pay attention. And he may fall off that cliff. But in doing so, may realize that he has the wings to fly, mm. right? So, or may get distracted by the dog and turn around and start a completely new adventure, right. right? There's many different layers to each of the cards. And specifically for you, I see this as you're just starting out. Mm. You're brand spanking new on this new road, this new journey. If it hasn't started yet, it is coming up very shortly. Your path, your life is going to take a drastic swing. Not feeling anything negative 
associated with that. It's not an omen of doom. It just simply means that your life is going to take a transition. So, you know, you may think that you're going to be a race car driver when, surprise, surprise, you're playing the Philharmonic Orchestra. Right. You know, your life is going to take a drastic change. So it is what it is. Your higher self is letting you know that things are in the works for you. So like from single to not single? (laughs) If we wanted to look at it that way, (laughs) yes, I can definitely flip a card. And so... Oh, that doesn't look good. (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're flipping a couple cards for clarity at this particular time. And so, yeah, you did. You got some pretty ominous looking cards here. We have the Eight of Swords followed by the Ten of Swords. That's looking great, isn't it? I mean, I like to be tied up, but not emotionally. So what this is, is it just simply, if I were to kind of specify on the question of are you going to be single or not, that would be a definite no. You, you know, you, there, there's no one coming into your life at this time and kind of looking over the rest of your spread and what's happening here. This is really kind of talking about you doing some personal development work, mm-hmm. kind of getting through this part first before you tackle too much. Right. Um, in this particular case, you may be kind of dodging a bullet by missing out on the next relationship that swings by your path. Right. I mean, we have the fool card here kind of giving you that message of, you know, tripping over that log, but finding that money, right? Mm. So you're kind of like, maybe you're dodging a bullet here mm. by being single for a little bit and then kind of having that opportunity for the right person to come along. Mm-hmm. Not saying that there's just one person, but, you know, a person that is correct for that time of where you are in your life. So what I really see for this is just kind of hold out a little bit. The timing is not now. Don't, don't, don't go. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised sometimes. It is very much, you know, do things now. But, um, in this particular case, hold out for a little bit. Um, kind of checking the time on it. I'm getting like a two to three month period. Just hold out a little bit longer. I know, yeah. I know it may seem like a lot, but yeah, just hold out oh, a little bit longer. <laughs> you know, dodge a, dodge years. a bullet, dodge a bullet. It's, don't, it's, don't it's do it. Nine years, like three months. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So moving on to your final outcome, we have the tower card in reverse. It's still not an overly good card, but it's not terrible. The tower in reverse simply just means stagnation. Uh, for me in that sense of like, you kind of have to, you're not really getting rid of all the old stuff. You need to let go of some of the habits and patterns that are hindering you and preventing you from progressing forward. Um, when we look at the tower, it is the literal demolition of the tower to make way for a beautiful new high rise, you know, much like what's happening around here right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very old card. <laughs> yeah, very much. Uh, it's the crane. It is the crane. So when we see it in our inverse, we're kind of looking at, yeah, we need to finish tearing down the old stuff that's not allowing us to develop. Okay. So it really is about that personal work. Kind of mm-hmm. let go of the hangups from the previous stuff so that you're clear and free and ready to go fresh and new on a new adventure. All right. So, how you feeling now? Any oh questions? Any any, questions. any clarification you need? <sighs> oh boy, that's a, good that's a good question for me. Um, <laughs> so, I'm getting the sense that like, there's no way to really know if what I experienced with this person was like a real. I think the answer at the beginning you said it was like a sword in the middle. Was that it's done? It's over. You got to move past it. Like, and so it doesn't matter if it was real or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and if you really want to take a quick look, 
I mean, think and think about this before you ask the question, right? Because I always say spirit answers what we need. Yeah, exactly. The question that I have for you is, are you prepared to hear both answers? Yes. Okay. What I feel from this card, we have the Ace of Wands coming forward, is that it was genuine at the time. That they genuinely believed that it was something. That despite everything that has happened, and it's interesting that you got two aces surrounding this question. One, right? Ace of Swords, Ace of Wands, right? This is about your growth. Your experience with this particular situation was about you growing. That at the end of the day, it didn't matter whether it worked out, whether it was genuine or not. It's about how did you grow from the experience? You needed to experience this in order to grow forward. And I know a lot of people are, are going to be out there saying, you know, well, how am I supposed to learn from cancer? You know, and that's true. It's really yeah. hard to see that. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, we can look at the most severe things and they suck and they're hard. And they're, that's human life. Human life is difficult. But maybe, you know, having cancer for four months before you pass away, you say, hey, I'm going to live every moment to the fullest. Maybe that's your lesson. I'm not God. I have not all the answers, but you know, it's for me, even in the worst situations in my life, I have tried to turn that around and take the most positive out of it. All right. You can get better or you can get bitter. What do you want to do with it? Oh, I got get better or get bitter. It's almost like an episode title. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. No problem. That was... So hopefully that answered some things for you and gives you some insight. It's very true, I think. Um, I like to think of this as like a Lane Bricks period of my life. Okay. Kind of like doing the personal work, doing the actual work work, like... That's that's what it is. Personal nesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> but not too tight. Not too tight. You, you have to kind of break celebrate. through. Yes. You can't, you can't be working on the shadow stuff 24-7. It wears you down. It's, it's hard. It's heavy. You know, but you can't also ignore it because right. that leads to an empty life. Awesome. That's, it's unfulfilling. You know, um, if you never deal with your emotional issues of relationships, how are you supposed to have a healthy relationship? Yeah. Right? That's, that's very true. Some people have never seen what a healthy relationship looks like. So they need to be their own example. And that's where that sovereignty comes in. You need to be your own emotional sovereignty Mm -hmm. and be the relationship that you've never saw. Interesting. You're good at this. Hey. Conquer the world now. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks so much. No problem. I hope that... uh, That did help. Help a little. That did help. Um. If you ever open a counseling business, I will be one of your clients <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, I was going to say, you know, can you see now how the counseling yeah. plays yes. a part in this? And that what the cards do is they allow me to do in about 15 minutes what would take a normal counselor about an hour to get to. I'm right. able to see through all the masks, all the guises, all the stuff you're hiding and get to the root of the problem really quick. Yeah, no, that's great. 
Yeah, no, no pussyfooting around. Just right to it. No, I'm a bit of a solutions counselor. I love that. <laughs> and uh, a little gestalt. So. Yeah, I love it. Can you let the listeners know where to find Broom Closet? Okay, so it's Broom Closet Tarot, but it's under the neighborhood witch, right? Like that's. Yeah, so the original the business is Broom Closet Tarot. Um, and then it grew into the neighborhood witch, uh, which is now expanded to both levels of the building on Queen Street at yes. corner of Queen and Spring garden uh blue place turquoise blue with a purple door can't miss it (laughs) very witchy colors that's great and we are open monday through sunday yes Uh, most days we're open till 6 p.m and we open at 11 and we have different readers every day of the week so some days it'll be tea leaf some days astrology some days is tarot i love that no i love what you guys do you're great and you're fantastic thank you thank you and thank you so much for coming on I'm going to make sure to link to social media for Neighborhood Witch and everything so people can find you. Excellent. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank you for coming in today. It's been an amazing experience. And happy Halloween. Because <laughs> this is the Halloween episode. So it is, Halloween. too. Oh, that reminds me. Some of your listeners may oh, yeah. want to know. Oh, yeah. Tell them about There it. is a lovely Samhain ritual happening on the Commons for Friday, November 1st. Friday, November 1st. Okay. It's starting at 7 p.m. Um, rain date is Saturday. And what does that involve? Can you- so this is going to involve some chanting, some songs, some death goddesses, <gasps> some flames, maybe some explosions. I don't know. No, no, no explosions. Go. But it's, it's a lovely time. It's been an annual event in the Halifax city for, oh my goodness, I think it's been over 20 years now. So, oh uh, we usually get a crowd of about 200 or so people come out to celebrate with us the annual Witches New Year. Um, I love all of this. <laughs> Meaning you should uh, yes, there is. There is a Facebook page. So if you look up Halifax Samhain, spelled Sam Hain, <laughs> uh, you should be able to find it or you can find the link through the store. Amazing. I kind of wonder. And that's open. To anyone can that is open free? to the public free. Ooh, that, that's a really Halloween thing. That would be really fun to do. Thank you so much for sharing. No that. problem. That's fantastic. And this will actually come out the day of or the morning of. So sweet. You might get, yeah, <laughs> it might work out. People listen to me like, okay, I'm going. So um, <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you so much again. No problem. Have a good one. You do. <laughs> Normally I say ring that bell. <laughs> it's weird that the bell isn't here yet. <laughs> that was great.